the fall of the kingdom. After Solomon dies, his son, Rehoboam, the grandson of King David, comes to the throne. He is told early on in his reign, if you, if you will like relax the taxes and not treat us the same way your dad did, we will be faithful to you. All the tribes will be faithful to you. So Rehoboam, he goes and he talks with uh, the old men who are wise counselors that his father had had. And they say, hey, listen to the people. They'll love you. They'll be yours forever. He goes and he talks with his young men, friends, peers. And they're like, ah, you need to be harsh with the people. Show them your power and your strength. You're not messing around. Increase their taxes. Make it worse, worse for them. That's what Rehoboam does. He listens to this. He tells the people this, and, and many, many, most of Israel, like 10 tribes, say, we're not with you anymore. We're going with somebody else. And there's another man named Jeroboam that becomes the king for the other 10 tribes. From this point on in the story of the Old Testament, the kingdom is divided. The north is called Israel from this point on. <clears throat> 10 tribes under the rule of Jeroboam and then many other kings after him. But in the south, there are two tribes, only one big one, Judah. That's where the Davidic king is. Rehoboam still has that because God is being faithful to David, to his promises. It's not because Rehoboam's a good guy. Rehoboam is a bad guy. And that's what you're going to find out, is that most of the kings in the north and the south, in fact, are both are, are, are really bad. But in the north, they're always bad. This is the story of the of the northern uh, kingdom is basically Jeroboam, the very first king up in the north, realizes that the people of Israel, the north, in order to be faithful to God, need to go down to Jerusalem in the south to the temple and to, and to be there multiple times a year. And he realizes that if they keep going down there and worshiping the Lord there, eventually they're going to want to reunite and they're going to throw me off. They're not going to want to listen to me. So Jeroboam comes up with worship out of his own heart. And he says, you know what we can do? We can make things easier. We don't have to travel so far. We'll set up some, some golden calves here and, this, and here. And we'll have our own kind of priests. We'll have our own special days. You know, kind of, it'll be really nice. It'll be really like what you would have had anyway, but better, more convenient. And the, this sin of Jeroboam, of introducing this uh, false worship, in the northern kingdom actually ruins the entire northern kingdom. They never have a good king in the north. All the kings follow in the sins of Jeroboam. And so what happens up in the north is one dynasty after another comes and goes and, and uh, you just have all kinds of like murder and assassinations and, and short dynasties and short reigns of kings. And sometimes there'll be a king that reigns a long time and he's absolutely horrible, like Ahab or others. So, so this, this is the story of the north. But in the south, where Rehoboam is, where the sons of David are, there's stability, even though the kings themselves are sometimes good and sometimes bad. Because of God's faithfulness to his promise to David, God keeps putting the kings on the throne from the line of David, even though many of them are actually quite evil. But some of them are good. Some of them rule really faithfully. They, they are like David, and that's the key. The ones in the north are always compared to Jeroboam. 
and the ones in the south are always compared to David. Some of them live up to David's example, some of them don't live up to David's example. But really what you're reading about is throughout the books of Kings <coughs> is the fall of the kingdom, but really the fall of the kings. But as the kings are falling, God is starting to raise up another office. He is starting to raise up the prophets. And so while the kingship is falling, the prophets are on the rise. Specifically, a man named Elijah and then his successor named Elisha. God is giving the prophetic word through his men. The faithful people in Israel and in Judah are the prophets. You can't count on the priest and you can't count on the kings. But the prophets are those who will speak in the name of the Lord. And they will be like Moses. They'll be like Samuel. And they will be courageous. They will be the ones who will deliver God's words to God's people. Warning the people, this is a path that leads to destruction. Calling the people to hard obedience. And even challenging the kings often. To stop going and leading the people in the paths that they're going. This is the story of the fall of the kingdom.